I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Satan, you bow your knee. Satan, you bow your knee. You fall on your face. You fall on your face. COVID-19. Gang, listen up. Um, uh, first of all, I just uh, maybe we should just first of all say uh, it has been a wild uh, past week and a bit, uh, two like two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. The Black Lives Mooder, <laughs> like the Black <laughs> Lives Mooder madment, the Black Lives Matter movement um, has been has been. Um, it's I, I think I said this on on Monday, but like and Andrew had said this to to me over the weekend and it really struck me that we're, we're witnessing like the largest civil rights movement of all time, mm. you know, and like seeing these videos of people marching like f- fucking globally, like which is so, so, so amazing and so wild. Um, but the, at the time that this episode comes out, um just yesterday I read a list of all the things, all the things that have been like implemented within that first week, all the change that has been implemented within that first week. And it, it made me, um, it made me feel like it kind of like lit this like fire under my, under my ass to, to, to continue to like, to just, like learn and unlearn as much as I possibly fucking can, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing, the cool thing is that it, it feels like, you know, if you, you're talking about that list of things that have ha- that have changed so far and, and it's great, but like, there's also still so much to be done. And like they, and I, I'm inspired by you saying like, you know, there's still so much to learn and mm-hmm. unlearn because really it takes, it takes us as individuals to like actually do the work and like break down those years and years and lifetimes of learning things the wrong way and understanding how to mm-hmm. actually act and behave and support um people of the black community yeah and we and- have to guard the the progress that we have made like we if you saw the the statue of the slave trader uh in bristol in the uk that was torn down like yeah. there was also an image that came out of like some shitty like 
white supremacists trying to fish it back out. So we can't take for granted the progress mm-hmm. we've made either. No, mm-hmm. yeah. no, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, and and in the context, in the context of 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 the work that we do, and and you know the conversations that we're trying to highlight, and and the types of the types of you know the more broader things that we're trying to do, which is like break down stigma, open up conversation, talk talk about things, um, you know, try and rectify misunderstanding and, and break taboos like, um, there, especially with like social media out there, there are, you know, kind of to, to what you said there, Jerry, like we're, we are, this has kind of like opened the floodgates for us to, to see like, I think Brian, I don't know if we were, if we were on the mics or if it was before we just started rolling, but you were talking about our, like, you know, blind spots that we might not realize that we have and things like that. And then, and the reality that people say things that, that they, that, that might have, um, <coughs> that might have intentions. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of like somebody like, I don't know if you guys see, saw the news about Drew Brees and the com- the comments that he yeah. made about, mm-hmm. about the flat, about, you know, disrespecting the flag. And then a lot of his teammates coming out and being like, yo, that is not what this is all about. You've got it twisted. Yeah. Um, and, and then him coming out like the day, the next day and instead of canceling him and, you know, canceling his contract and getting him out of the NFL, you know, he comes and says, yo, I, I realize now after having open conversation with my teammates and people in the community that I support, which, you know, in Louisiana, there's a, a really, a, a really big black community that mm-hmm. he's, that he's been a big part of and going, yeah, I realize that I, I, I was looking at this wrong. And then an that, apology, and then and then like a hey, I now have learned because I wasn't shut down. I was. We had conversations. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It can't. It can't be this us against them mentality. Like it has to be. You know, we it. We have to educate. We have to. We have to come together as one. And mm. it's easier said than done. And like, you know, I can't understand fully the anger and you know, the experience of what it's like to be a black person exactly. Um, but we need to try to, we need to try to do our best to Mm. understand it and come together and find middle ground Mm. and educate and, and amplify the voices of that community. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as white people. Right. Mm -hmm. Because this whole problem is based on white supremacy and it's our job to fix it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the important part of like, you know, becoming a better ally and, and one, one of the, one of the, one of the key things that I'm seeing time and time again within that is like being uncomfortable and having uncomfortable conversations. Like I was talking to Bridie yesterday about how, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm see, if I see someone like in my family or I see someone on Facebook that I knew growing up, who's like taking a really hard stance on like all (laughs) lives matter instead of just like, instead of me going, Oh, you know what? Fuck this person. I'm going to, I'm going to block them. I'm going to unfollow them, whatever. Um, instead I'm going to reach out and go, Hey, let's, yo, let's talk about this. Let's like, let Mm. me hear why you think that this is the time for you to be saying that. And let me explain to you what I've learned as to why that's not okay. Mm -hmm. There was a, there was a, there was a post going around the other day that I really liked because, because I don't think anybody disagrees with the, concept that all lives matter. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone disagrees with those words like that, that, that 
there's a segment <laughs> of any of any lives that don't matter. But, that's just not. But that's just. But it's just not the. It's not the time to. And I saw this post going around that was like, it was. So here it was. Here it said we said Black Lives Matter. Never said only Black Lives Matter. We know all lives matter. We just need your help with hashtag Black Black Lives Matter for Black Lives Are in Danger. Mm. That was the. That was the. Um. Was so on. having said all that, um. Keep fighting the good fight. And mm-hmm. and if you are one of those people out there who are listening to our show and you and you feel the like urge to say all lives matter, uh, send send me an email. Email me. Email me directly. Jeremy at sickboypodcast dot com. And, and my Jeremy, phone number is uh, forward that to me. Mine's, my, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, listen, let's let's move right along here. Um, I, I the, okay, hey, the last thing I want to say oh, for um, fuck's before, sake, just just really quickly. Um, the last thing I want to say is if you if if you hear us say something that doesn't sit right with you two, mm-hmm. like ever on the show, call us. Tell Lauren. Because tell Lauren. <laughs> tell <laughs> Lauren at sickboypodcast.com. Measly intern at yeah. sickboypodcast.com. And, I'll, and <laughs> I'll add one caveat to that, Brian, is that we won't always agree with you either. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, are we talking about today? <laughs> we are moving right along. We are. Uh, the world is opening up uh, legit. Like, the like I mean, here in Nova Scotia, I, I can't speak for outside of our province or like really outside of, I don't really know what's happening across the country for the most part. Like I've, I've gotten like glimpses here and there of, you know, like Ontario is opening up like the gathering limit to 10. And, you know, there was like, I think there was like some schools open, maybe back up, like kids went back Mm -hmm. to schools in some places, but here in Nova Scotia, at least, um, uh, you know, uh, bars and restaurants are now open again. Um, people can get their hair cut. Lauren, you just got your hair cut. It looks pretty good. Um, <sighs> people I are getting never... ta- tattoos again. Yeah. Oh, and, um, oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah. I need to get a tattoo. Yeah. So, so all that is, is to say that we're do- here in Nova Scotia, it seems like we're doing it, I think, the right way. I think we're doing it nice and slowly. Um, uh, I, I've been keeping my eye to social media. Las Vegas has opened up uh, real heavy and fast and heavy. Uh, and, uh, and you know what? It seems like they're doing it the right way down there, too. Uh, you'll see this guy right here at his slot machine and uh, just lighten up a Siggy, putting it into his N95 mask on the side and hotboxing no. himself inside the mask. Then he, <laughs> then he pulls the mask down and blows no. it out. You can yeah. do that? Oh. Well, dude, you can smoke inside. Yeah, you can Whoa. smoke inside in Vegas, man. Dude, how like no, you can do how many how, how many how many more people again? do you think do you think secondhand smoke kills every year more than COVID? I uh, I mean, not as many people as COVID. Secondhand uh, smoke, dude, 100% I way more. I bet it is uh, probably north of 10 times more. Dude, I would say secondhand smoke equates Wait, yeah, I mean, think about think about all the cancers. Think about like, I, I just want to say I'm totally like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna look I'm, this up here. I, I'm totally. Um, I think I have like this um, uh, bias towards wanting to believe that it doesn't because when I was a kid, Taylor, you can attest to this. When uh, when I was a kid, and we'd play like video games in my basement. My dad used to smoke cigarettes and play the drums in the basement. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like sitting there playing video Dude. games, and he'd just be there like, "Is your dad fucking... the guy from Fubar? What the fuck? What, what <laughs> kind of setup?" He'd just be <laughs> playing the drums with. He'd play along to the radio, 
So he just turned the radio on and he just played the drum, just fucking chain smoking cigarettes that's with the most all the windows dark, closed. And that's we're the most just, fucking like, Dartmouth thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> we're just sitting there playing video games with, all right, it's kind of a Sackville thing oh, to be honest, dude. but we're sitting second, there with our shirts hand over smoke. our noses like, that was crazy. That was games. crazy that that was there, but we loved it. Um, secondhand smoke, uh, <laughs> yeah, secondhand smoke kills, that, but... kills 42,000 non-smokers a year in the U.S. Whoa. Yeah, well, COVID killed more, right? That's right. Brian, you were right. But that's just non-smokers. That's non-smokers. I mean, smoker, smoker. I, geez, then, then, yeah. plus, then plus smoking, and then plus allow it inside. You know what, though? Well, I mean, I gotta, we should just ban <laughs> smoking. I, I got to say this. Um, uh, I had, I, maybe. I, you know, I, I haven't really been out and, and out and about. Uh, I haven't been to the casino yet smoking in my N95 mask yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, to be honest with you, I haven't smoked a single cigarette in my entire life. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, well, I mean, that makes sense though for you. It does. You've smoked, it does. Uh, yeah. I've smoked, yeah, I've smoked lots of joints, but I've never smoked a cigarette. I've, I look at yeah. those two things. Very they different. are very, they are very different, mm-hmm. but I will say this. My, my good friends, uh, Jordan and BR, they've, they've come by a number of times in the backyard to like share a beer at, at, you know, a socially distant, uh, safe Not like share, zone. like share, share like a share. beer, like not no, the same no, no. beer. Like No, we just share our company and, and, and enjoy the similar beers. And, uh, and BR, BR likes to smoke the odd cigarette and, uh, he's, he's gotten Jordan into it now too. Like she, cause she's around him. So she'll smoke the odd cigarette. And when they lit up in my backyard, they're like, do you mind? And I was like, no, no, of course not. Go ahead. I, I love the smell of cigarettes. Whoa. I know. I know. Unpopular opinion. I love the smell of, I, I love the it smell. It depends of, on the brand though. I, I, all of them, all of them. I've never smelled a cigarette that I've gone, ew. I've, I've always gone, God, I love that smell. I love the oh, smell of cigarettes. And I love the smell of coffee. And when people are like, oh, he, like, he had coffee breath. I'm like, <laughs> come blow that shit. Come blow that shit too. on me. Like, I, uh, coffee breath but, is much different than the smell of brewed coffee. Dude, I don't mind it at all. <laughs> oh, okay. How is that gross? I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, because it's breath. Yeah, but hot, like a like hot brewed coffee, and then you put that hot steaming pipe piping hot coffee down a throat, and then it gurgles and burbles with all the all the juices inside the stomach. And then you get that. And then hot, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same beans. It's the same coffee. And then you take that hot coffee, and you 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 mix with stomach bile, and you push out a hot, hot mouth breath, and that coffee smell comes out. I like that, Lauren. Lauren, why are you looking like that? That's like that's like the baby bird way of enjoying the smell of coffee. Mm. Oh. oh yeah, that's exact. That's a great. That's a great way to mm. think about it. But I'm just hey, gonna to regurgitate, be... regurgitate my coffee. I'm gonna come over to Jer's house every morning at eight thirty and just regurgitate yeah. my coffee into his mouth. To be fair, Jer, uh, there's a vaccine. To be yeah. fair, Taylor's breath. Um, can only smell better with coffee masking some of that dank smell that comes out of his mouth that's, in the morning. That's why I said I wouldn't mind it because I know what that whoa, breath smells whoa. like in general. Whoa, throwing major shade. <laughs> so I, I won't lie. I have bad morning breath too, but... Um, but who uh, wakes hey, up I, with, a, well, with a rosy smell on their breath? I don't know. I do. <laughs> it's the CF. It's a CF symptom. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So listen, um, uh, like I said, the world's opening up and it's very exciting, but it's what's really interesting is to see, is to look at and see how the different, like the different, like governments and leaderships are 
proposing the ways that we reopen things, you know, like it's, it's very different here in Nova Scotia than it is in Ontario. Like we're like, they're all kind of doing their own, their own, their own ways of, of opening things back up. But, uh, this is this, dude, this, so, um, uh, I will also say happy pride month to all of our LGBTQ oh, listeners. Yeah. Uh, this piece comes from a, uh, a subreddit called gay in real life, gay underscore IRL. IRL. And, uh, <laughs> and it is, uh, it's a, it's a tweet that Lauren found guys. I fucking love this. So New York city health department has been issuing these statements on like practicing safe sex. And uh, around, surrounding the time of COVID, and they go pretty like they, it goes pretty in, in depth here. Um, you know, they're talking about staying home as much as possible, minimize the contact to reduce contact with others to reduce the spread of COVID. And then there's this whole thing of like, can but can you have sex? And they say yes. Here are some tips for how to enjoy safer sex and reduce the risk of spreading COVID nineteen. Uh, so the first segment is like know how COVID spreads uh, so you, you can get COVID from a person who has it right now we know that the virus spreads through particles in the saliva, mucus or breath of people with COVID-19 even from people who do not have symptoms um, we still have a lot to learn about COVID-19 and sex so like the virus has been found in the semen and feces of people with COVID-19 we do not know if COVID-19 can be spread through vaginal or anal sex um, and then it starts going to like, like, who are the people that you should have sex with? So, you know, you, you are your safest, you are your safest sex partner. So it's just like, just jerk off. Like masturbation <laughs> will not spread COVID-19, especially if you wash your hands or any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after sex. The next safest partner is someone you live with, uh, having close contact, including sex with only a small circle of people helps prevent the spread of COVID-19. Um, you should limit close contact, including sex with anyone outside of your household. So they're like, you know, um, the, the people that you're having sex with, like, do they have symptoms or have they had symptoms in the last 14 days? Like, these are questions you should be asking yourself. Are they in your bubble uh, or your yeah. family bubble? Yeah, totally. Yeah. To- uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, maybe not. Okay. Fam- maybe right. in your bubble, bubble, bubble. Your, or your not what bubble? <laughs> he said family Just, bubble. He said family <laughs> bubble. <laughs> I oh. meant I meant bubble bubble. You guys, Brian's come been, on. Bri- Jeez, Brian's bro. been on porn. Brian's been watching too much <laughs> yeah. Pornhub. Um, <laughs> uh, it also says if you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from those personal in-person dates, uh, video dates, sexting, subscription-based fan pl- platforms, sexy Zoom parties, or chat rooms may be options for you. So the little thing there. But here's here's where it gets really. Here's what do those gets, look like? Those group Zoom calls. Have you guys been talking about that on uh, Turn Me On? That's yeah, a good topic. Yeah, we we actually have. There's a, there's a, a company called uh, We Are the NSFW, and they host Zoom orgies. Um, oh, but cool. I haven't I haven't uh, taken part in. Oh that. man, I feel like there's a comedy skit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so this is what this. But here's what I find really fascinating. So within this article that is coming from the New York City Department of Health, they say, take care during sex. So here are like the the bullet points within here. So kissing can easily pass the virus. Avoid kissing anyone who is not part of your small circle or close contacts. Or family. Uh, Read uh, read family bubble. (laughs) Guys, come on. (laughs) 
uh, rimming, mouth on anus, might spread the virus. We don't know. Uh, but the virus is in the feces, so you might... Do they put a, an emoji of a person <laughs> holding their hands up to the side like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, wear, wear, wear a face mask or covering. So they're, you know, they're saying wear, wear a face mask while you fuck. Uh, kind of kinky, kind of cut out with a tongue cut out. Speaking of kinky, so speaking of kinky, here's the next point: make it a little kinky. So here's the, here's the thing <laughs> this is, so this is the health department suggestion for kinky. Make it yes. a little kinky. This is literally okay. what they say: be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers, like walls, that allow sexual contact while preventing close face to face. Oh my contact. god, they're promoting glory holes. They're pro- <laughs> yes, glory holes. <laughs> no to kissing, yes to glory holes. So, you know I love twenty twenty. I know twenty twenty is officially the, back. This totally destigmatized <laughs> glory holes for me because I always thought glory holes were like kind of dirty. <laughs> You know, but now hey, I'm like, hey, actually, it's so, pretty clean. So here's just avoid yeah. glory holes in public bathrooms is all that is all <laughs> yeah, the well, only place to avoid. Well, them. no, you know, glory holes I mean, in st- your family bubble. No, God, guys, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, listen, that what's really funny about this is uh, on, on like two weeks ago on Turn Me On, I was talking to Bridie about how. How like how when when things were opening back up, I was really I was feeling really depressed because. Cause I said to Brady, I was like, "When do you think is the next time I'm gonna be able to like have se- like have sex again?" And Brady was like, "Dude, I don't like I don't know like two two years like who fucking knows?" And I got like oh, I panicked. I was whoa. like, "What? No! Like no no no! I, like I don't want to wait that long until I can like fucking have sex." So I was like kind of panicking, and then and then a bunch of listeners. Oh, so anyway, whatever. Uh, so Brady was like, well, what if we made a glory hole in the backyard? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, in the shed. We can put a glory hole in the shed. And she was like, yeah, totally. And in my head, I, I went, no, that probably wouldn't be safe. But the New York Health Department is saying it's so safe. much rust in the shed. <laughs> yeah, so I yesterday I figured out how to use a drill. Oh, God, I love that. Make it, make it a little kinky. Make it a little kinky. Were there any other suggestions? Uh, masturbate together. That's a, that's a fun one. You can use physical distance, face coverings to reduce the risk. So just, you know, each take a corner of the room and, and watch each other. This get, is progressive as fuck. Uh, condoms and dental dams can reduce contact with saliva, semen, or feces. I mean, you know, that's something that we should all be aware of during oral and anal sex. And then wash up before and after sex is more important than ever. Wash hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Wash sex toys with soap and warm water. Disinfect, uh, Keyboards and touch screens <laughs> oh. that you that you share with others. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that is wonderful. That's wonderful. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, advice. Hey guys, uh, I got tested for COVID. Oh right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Let's and talk so about you that. Got it. Yeah, that was fucking interesting. So so right. So in, here in Nova Scotia, in Ontario, again, I I only know a little bit, but I know in Ontario, I think anybody and everyone who who wants to get tested can go get tested, regardless mm-hmm. of anything. Mm-hmm. Here in Nova Scotia, you need to be showing some symptoms. So Tay, you were you were kind of feeling under the weather, but like, like you weren't was, telling anybody. It was very mild, and yeah. the 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 criteria to meet the requirements to like meet the criteria for testing was like super super low. So the threshold, like they they were making it, they were making they, you know they're probably making they probably put out publicly like you need to be showing something. But then, you know, if you if you call and, and ask, they're, you know, you probably just have to say, I'm not feeling that great. And they're like, OK, cool. Come in and get tested. I assume um, that they're probably not experiencing like the same amount of like people calling in looking to get yeah. tested now as they probably were like two months ago too. you know. Yeah. And 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 and, and putting like at least some small threshold on it probably limits 
the amount of people that are not showing any symptoms, have no actual thought that they might have it just flooding in and maybe mm. create and maybe creating the circumstance where they can't really test effectively and their the volume they is too high. Run so, out of kits or something <laughs> like that. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. So um so or, probably having that small threshold was is probably what was in you know in hindsight probably a good a good um measure to have in place. But the reason that I did the reason that I did I, was because uh I so I it was last week I was feeling um I've been like really pushing it on my bike the last few months and like taking advantage of the time that the more free time and really putting a lot of, of time into training and um and I thought I just overdid a little bit and I was feeling a little fatigued, had a headache. Um, that was, you know, I saw like my performance kind of going down a little bit and like plateauing, didn't feel that great. Took some time off the bike. Then it was after like three or four days of being off the bike completely that I then felt kind of shitty and, uh, felt shitty, shitty, shitty like how, like, like what were like, you feeling? Like malaise, fatigue, um, lost you know, all of like his a, sense of smell, couldn't taste anything. <laughs> Like a, just like a, like a lack of desire, cough. like a lack Weird of feet. desire to, to like exercise or do anything. And like, you know, when, you know, when you get that feeling that you're on the coach and getting up to get some water is like, ah, fuck, like that sucks. That sucks that I have to get up and get that right now. Like something that you would never second, you'd never give a, like a, a second thought to. And, uh, and had a little bit of a headache. Headache was worse the next day. Same kind of fatigue. Um, and then it was, it was the following day that I went outside to take Loki out and Kyla was outside and she had gone for a walk with a couple friends and, uh, they were standing outside chatting. And when I came out and I was like, Hey, what's going on? I was talking to them for a second and they asked me how I was doing. And I said, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not feeling hundred percent. So just taking it easy today, you know, whatever we get back up and Kyla was like, Tay, you can't, you can't tell people that you're not feeling well. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I don't want to feel like I can't tell people that. And she was yeah. like, well, she was like, well, you, you know, like when you say that to people, they think that you have COVID. And I was like, well, I guess you're, yeah, I guess you're right. I think we should squash that right now. I think that's, that's, yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. Like I, you know what, Brian, for you to say that though is very, that that's like, it's very easy for you to be like, oh, we, we should squash that. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right fucking now, even after a vaccine comes out, and I go back out into the world, my daily, like all the time, fucking super common, just regular CF cough that I've always had my entire fucking life. Me pulling that shit in the public now mm-hmm. is going to be, is, totally. is going to be like, I, like, dude, I'm, I'm going to be suppressing that shit like a motherfucker. Because I hear what you're saying, but also like we have a platform and like yeah. we should be fucking perpetuating this message that people shouldn't be thinking like that and and you know if you're out there no, we're, coughing, not perpe- we're not perpetuating it no 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 no. i'm saying that we should perpetuate a message where people shouldn't react that way and oh, i'm yeah. saying that i'm saying that you know like if you're out there coughing in public you know <laughs> apart from the story of that uh time you were on the ttc oh God, or whatever that, that little lady <laughs> that little lady started coughing but, on me yeah, but, but <laughs> so apart so from angry. like that story where somebody did that to you like like <laughs> like if you're coughing into your elbow and somebody turns and they see you coughing. They should see, oh, that guy's coughing into his elbow. That's considerate of mm. uh, considerate of him, and I don't need to be worrying that like I'm going to yeah. contract some type of virus. Like I think so that, I was. I think it's crazy that you can't tell people like, oh, I'm feeling under the weather. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because like the 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 reality is is that 
um, is that we're still going to get the flu and we're still going to get a co- our, the common cold and we're still going to just have days where we just don't like, I don't even think I, I don't think I definitely didn't have the flu. I don't even think I had a cold. I think I just felt kind of shitty for a couple of days. Mm. And, and so if I'm feeling that, that stigma that I can't say anything and I, and I can't like, I need to be like completely cover it up that I'm even feeling, you know, even just a touch less than a hundred percent, I'm going, well, fuck, I'm, I'm the host of a podcast that talks about breaking down stigma and approaching taboo subjects, um, you know, head on. Like, I don't want to feel that way. That's why you got to own it and you got to walk out and go, I'm sick. I'm (laughs) sick. Come cough on me. I'm, you know, like just fucking just, just sing it, you know? So I went upstairs and Kyle Kyle was like, you can't say that. And I was like, fuck, that's a, that's a shitty feel. I feel shitty because now I feel like I, I can't just like, I'm not that person. I'm the type of person that's, that somebody asked me how I'm doing. I'm going to tell you how I'm doing. And, uh, do you know, and so I called eight one one and, and they, they, I mean, they, they <laughs> rang me through, um, you know, like 20 questions, only two of which I said yes to, which was headache and fatigue. Um, and no to all the other, all the, all the other ones. And the other ones and, were what? Like, do you have a, do you have a dry cough? Do you have a yeah, fever? Like, like, have, like new or persistent taste, cough, smell? taste to smell, fever. Um, hmm. you know, is diarrhea like or like GI? Yeah. GI di- or- diarrhea. Uh, I can't remember if nausea was, but diarrhea definitely was. Dude, I could get um, tested know, whenever I want then. <laughs> travel. <laughs> like, do you have yeah. diarrhea? Travel I'm like, yes, one. I do. Uh, all day, every day. Let's And like suspecting, uh, if you were sus- suspecting that you might have come into contact with somebody, like even if you weren't sure, but you just like were like, yeah, maybe I have. Um, that was a question. Uh, and, and so I said no to all of them except for the fatigue and headache. And, uh, and he just said, yeah, you meet the criteria for testing. And a nurse called me about an hour later. Uh, I had an, an, an appointment for the next morning and uh, at the Halifax Infirmary. Went in. I was there for maybe five or six minutes. Uh, went in, sanitized my hands about 18 separate times. Uh, they do or you do? I do. They're like, like sir, sir, you put go your hands in. up, sir. <laughs> you go in, you sanitize your hands then you speak to then you speak to somebody and then they go go around this like go around this temporary wall you go around this wall into this room and uh and it's like they they took like the gift shop and repurposed it as like a as like a right oh, inside the door shit, COVID really? testing so the gift shop so, is, oh, isn't there yeah, now yeah, so you can't buy uh, the, you can't buy things at the gift shop there was, no a, so, there was a knickknack i needed <clears throat> eh, whatever <laughs> yeah, nah, whatever so we'll get it amazon uh, amazon basics and then uh and then and then i saw like a another person and I sanitized my hands again. And then I was, I had to wear a mask going into the hospital. They, they said, take off this mask and put this one on. They gave me one. Uh, I went and sat down and and then I got called up and I sanitized my hands again. And was there other people there? Was there other people there waiting to get tested? Do you think they they pile them all into a small room? (laughs) It's, it's It's about 25 people in a, in a room no bigger than my bathroom, really. I was the only, I was the only one there, and then uh, and then I got brought over to see another person. This was uh, sat down in like a in in like a makeshift kind of stall. Do you get to the fucking uh, point? Like I, I don't give a in. shit with all the no, rooms you, you fucking. No, I'm, in. I'm telling you about I'm telling you about like that. It was that they broke this up into okay, into okay, we get it, we o- get it. Only if you only like one or two questions come from each person, and you like sanitize at every step along the way. Anyway, got there. 
because uh, they want you to infect as many people along the way if you do nurse, have it. Nurse, nurse came in. Nurse, uh, the nurse was five, five foot six, seven, oh, five seven, six. maybe a hundred. What and, color was her hair? Uh, oh, it was a, it was a, a male and oh. uh, red hair. I am. Um, <laughs> I have so much blue, blue eyes. I believe. I have so much editing um, to do. This How many freckles? Hair. Lots of freckles. Dude, get to uh, the get to the shoes. get to the fucking. So they they stick a they stick a like a super long. Because here's the thing: is I know what I know what they do here in Nova Scotia to test. They don't do the throat swab. Here we do the the nose, the nose the nasal pharyngeal they, swab. They fucking raw dog your nose with a with a super long stick. And they definitely raw, raw dog your nose. It's not really your nose. Like they 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 are really bypassing any feeling that it is actually in your nose. No, it's they're your going. Brain. They're, they're going for your brain, dude. Like it, this yeah. thing goes. And so and and I've you know when you get a cold, you get a you get a uh, you, when you get a brain freeze. See, okay, we know so, it's in your mouth, but it feels like it's between your eyes. So here's the thing: it's kind of like yeah. that. I, I've had nose issues my whole life. I've had, I've had, I've had like several ENT um, uh, appointments where I've had them stick a camera super far up my nose, like deep into my sinuses, and that really, really, like I, I shouldn't say hurts because it's not like, it's not like when I like when I sh- like scrape the skin off my hand from from you know like like whatever like i fucking run up against the wall and like you know like that Jeez, sting where, you, where that? you're like where you're like oh fuck like i've i've take a piece of skin off of me and that like hurts or like a paper cut like that's pain like that's hurt this feeling isn't pain but it's so uncomfortable that like there's no other word to describe it other than like it's fucking mm-hmm. it's painful like it's like ah 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 like discomfort, pure discomfort. It's pure, yeah. pure discomfort to like the nth degree. This is and not so, that. Okay, really though, <laughs> dude? Because I've watched the videos. Very much so. I've watched the videos and I know that you love to play the tough guy and like the guy that's like, look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, look, you ask me how I'm doing, I'll fucking tell you how I am. You know, like that's me. That's that's just me and what you that's see is what being you get. Tough, that's me being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you see is what so, you get. So you're, so you're that kind of guy, right? I know you're, you're that not guy. vulnerable. I, <laughs> I, I'm vulnerable. I know you're I know what kind of guy you are, Tay. And so so I you know. Did it really not feel that crazy uncomfortable? Because, dude, that that it stick, really didn't. That stick is far longer than my entire index finger, and if I yeah, but my it, whole index finger, oh my god, I'd be like ah. Yeah, but your index finger is the same width. Sure, sure. Like it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's like a longer, way more like flexible uh, Q-tip. It's on like a wire. It's like a Q-tip end on a wire that's like super, super thin. You don't even feel shit. it in your nose. Like it goes through know, your dude. nose without you even no- feeling it. And then it feels like the closest thing that it, to what it feels like is if you accidentally get a little bit of water up your nose. And uh, there's like that sli- subtle sting in like the back of your throat. Or like, yeah, well, but, like when you do a neti pot, know. or like when you blast yeah. your nose with yeah, like the like, sinus rinse. It's like a slightly more uncomfortable version of neti potting. Not sinus uh-huh. rinse isn't uncomfortable. It's it's like it's refreshing yeah, but it's like, I mean, and like ah oh, yeah yeah. But you know that that kind of like you. especially if you have some salt in it, you can kind of feel that just like subtle sting. Nope. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, then I don't know what to tell you then, and it's not it's not that bad. I will tell you I'm that fine, fine. That the nurse <laughs> was incredibly impressed. With my ability to handle it. See, this is the oh, shit I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is the shit I'm talking about. You just dropping that shit. See, fuck I'm just you. saying. Oh, I'm just saying. Cause, cause, I'm just saying. He went. You know what he said? I'll tell you a verbatim. This is what he said. 
wow, I wish everybody could get this test the same way you do. Yeah, and you know why you fucking <laughs> said that, Tay? Because everybody else who goes in and does it isn't... Said, you know it, what? Isn't I don't know, dude. I was born. This is just how I was born. What you see is what you get. Because <laughs> everyone else who goes in is like, oh my God, this is, the, this is literally the most uncomfortable thing ever. I think the only word I could describe this is painful. And you're like, you're like you go in and you go, oh yeah? Do it. I, 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 went in, I went in and said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to torture myself on the butt for three <laughs> hours later this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> so Taylor, fucking bring it. I bet, I bet you're the type of person that goes to donate <laughs> blood. And then when they're like, hey, sir, you just need to sit here for 20 minutes afterwards and eat a cookie before you can drive home. And you're just like, nah, no, I'm gotta, good. I got to toss me my keys. drive home right away. <laughs> I'm going to walk home. <laughs> toss me my keys. I am the person. I am I the person that bike. when I, I am the person that when I get my flu shot, they're like, stay in the store. And I go. Bye. <laughs> I got too many things to do. Too many kilometers to ride my bike. So, so you you get the you get the stick shoved up your nose. The the nurse is very very impressed with your ability to handle pain like a true man. And very you impressed. you get home, and you get your test results back. This this blew my mind. You got your test results back in twelve hours. Yeah, it was like eleven thirty or mi- or eleven thirty or midnight. I got my test results that same Which is, day. Kind of they crazy that they're you? dishing those out that late. Like, <laughs> yeah. someone yeah. someone's on a, a computer. Like, fuck, just let me go. It's kind of good to know, though, right? Because what if you're a person positive, in the lab right? is like, there's zero cases. Why are you working me to the bone right now? <laughs> <laughs> but that maybe that's why there is zero cases. Maybe right? I'm the hey, one. Do you guys mm-hmm. do you guys know statistically how many people oh, are yeah. testing oh, positive right sorry. now in Canada? Hold on. By the way, uh, I don't. I haven't officially said it. No COVID. Negative. Right. Right. I think we all assume that. Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now, what if we could fix it? I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So, um, so it w- that would be quite the twist if you had COVID after all of that. But uh, and you all have it. Um, do you do you know what uh, do you know what's uh, statistically how many people are testing positive out of all the people that we've tested in Canada so far? Nope. Do you? No. Yep. Five percent. Five percent are testing positive. So they've done now close to two million tests, and uh, there's been just under a hundred thousand positive wow that's again that's another thing that's making me feel like a little less a little less anxious and a little more like you know i yesterday i went to the beach to meet up with my sister and she had uh, my nephews there and i brought bigby and i was like i'm gonna go to the beach and hang out with tash and i was i i like you know not not stupidly but like not smartly i just kind of like i was i rushed out of the house because tash was like oh yeah i'm going now and I left without a mask and I'm like driving there. I'm like, fuck, I don't even have a mask right now. But I got to the beach and, and you know, I didn't like, I didn't hug the kids or anything, but like, I didn't also keep distance from them. And I felt like, okay about it. Like, I was like, you know what? This is okay. This is okay. Like, you're not being a fucking dumb, dumb about it. Be smart, but also don't, don't be paranoid. Cause mm-hmm. I think I've been a little bit paranoid. 
Yeah. I, I think maybe I, you're in a different, you're like you, you, it's, it's okay. Like that's okay totally, for you. Totally a hundred percent. But also I don't want to be like that, you know, like I, because I, because I know that that's a slippery slope. I don't want to, I don't want this to affect me in the long run in terms of like, you know, maybe like, maybe somehow I don't, I, I couldn't imagine this happening to me, but I'm not going to say that it can't, but like the, the uh, like the possibility of me somehow developing like, social anxiety mm-hmm. you know like like yeah it's very real i would say like or like a like a very real yeah, yeah it's totally possible you know it's like i've so anyway i, well, hearing, I just, I just want to say kinds of stats like it, it it is making me feel a little you know i mean i'm i've actually been really really impressed with <laughs> with the lack of paranoia in public and i don't mean that from like a willy-nilly standpoint like people don't give a fuck but from the but from the perspective of like you know if I've had to go to a store, that people are not, you know, people aren't treating other people like they are walking diseases, but well, they're also I, not. But they're also not treating them like. like I've, heard, I've heard people like, have experiences like, where they were. Well, I'm well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like friends, you know, friends of pick any well, pick anything, and you're going to find examples. But frankly, like, by and yeah. large, when I'm out, it seems like people are not people are not treating people like they are diseases walking diseases and <laughs> and that but they're also not being like disrespectful of space and it seems to me mm. in my experience that we that people have by and large struck this this nice balance out there where where they're like hey life is continuing life is going on but i recognize that it's going on with this asterisk next to it. Mm. And we need to be mindful of that. And I will give you that space as I walk down this, uh, this aisle or stand Mm -hmm. in this line to pay or whatever. Well, frankly, I think that people should be more paranoid because clearly this is just a conspiracy by the government that COVID-19 is, is like this dangerous virus, but you know, I haven't seen the bodies. show me the bodies. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I don't think that, I don't think anybody needs to worry and we should just all be going around and breathing all over each other because this is a government conspiracy. You're not, you're not seeing the, you're not seeing the bodies because they're all piling up in, in, Fucking f- freezer trucks outside of morgues in in downtown New York, and honestly, the people that the people that are more on that paranoid side, and whether they're paranoid for a reason Actually, like you have, Jer, because you got CF, or whether they're just they they are, they're just scared, uh, you know, they are the they are the people that are being more cautious, and they are staying they are staying home more often, and getting continuing to get like. You know, maybe friends and family to to help them out with the things that they that they need instead of mm. instead of instead of going well. I'm going to go out back into I'm going to go back out into public full on just like I was before, but I'm going to scream at somebody if they get too close to me. Mm. I have uh, I have two questions for you guys. One is very quickly is uh, do you think that I need to say that I'm joking when I say things like that about being paranoid and uh, uh, conspiracy no, no, theories? It's, no, it's okay. pretty. I don't think so. The sarcasm's pretty pretty okay. clear. For yeah. me. I just want to be clear. And then the second thing is, um, I'm really curious about the 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 whole idea of the which I believe you know in large part is is inevitable the second wave coming. Uh, we haven't really talked in depth about what uh, what you guys think about that, and obviously, like you know, I don't know how scientific well, your opinions on this maybe, is, but pretty I, scientific. I, I, I was gonna say maybe maybe <laughs> hold on maybe maybe hold on to that for now, Bri, because tomorrow we're gonna be speaking to a 
vaccine specialist, and I think that person who is uh, who actually has gone to school for stuff that maybe deals with that sort of thing would be a great person to ask that question to, uh, uh, because I can tell you right now, I don't fucking know. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, fucking thing. Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. The Dose from CBC Podcasts is a new weekly health podcast hosted by Dr. Brian Goldman that cuts through the confusion as we live through a global pandemic. Each week, top experts answer your most pressing questions about the coronavirus and other health topics, providing the latest evidence in a way that's easy to understand. It's your guide to getting through this difficult time. You can subscribe to The Dose wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so I've got I've got one last thing here that I wanted to touch on uh, that I found really really interesting. So th- this is we're, you know we're, we're giving a lot of COVID talk today on on Feel Good Friday, uh, which makes sense because you know we're still we're still in the thick of it and there's still lots of interesting stuff. But this is very interesting because it's speaking to the issues of COVID from someone's perspective who lives with a uh, limb difference. And we've had a number of people who have uh, who have limb, limb, like limb, length difference, limb different. Yeah, so like li- limb difference awareness um, month was uh, not too long ago. I think it was like kind of recent. But like I'm we've not had, gonna lie, I don't know what that is. Uh, y- yeah, you do. So uh, Alexis, who we've had on the show, uh, Stump Kitchen, she has a limb difference. Um, oh, okay, our, uh, now I understand. Um, we've had guests with arthrogryposis who have limb differences. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a type of disability where um, people have differences with their limbs. So whether they, yeah. <laughs> they have like, that, like their limbs are much shorter or they were born um, with, without part of their, their limbs. It so, is much more self-explanatory than I originally yes, thought. Yeah. So uh, this is an article from the BBC and it was written by a gentleman named Jeff Adams Spink. Um, the coronavirus conundrum when your mouth is your hand is the title of the article. Mm. Many disabled people face difficulties adapting their routines to stay safe during the coronavirus pandemic. Thali Demide's society chairman, so Thali Demide, uh, we'll, we'll get to what Thali Demide is. Thali Demide society chairman, Jeff Adam Spink, reveals some Thali Demide survivors have been left perplexed after realizing how often they use their mouth and their feet for tasks instead of their hands. This is Adam. Or That's this, crazy. Th- this is uh, Jeff here. It was you a would friend. Never think about that. It was a friend and fellow thalidomide Thali survivor Beresford, who first alerted me and other members of our community to the added dangers posed by coronavirus. Thalidomide was a morning sickness drug given to pregnant women during the late fifties and early sixties, but it's typically caused, uh, but it typically caused shortening of limbs for the babies born. For both Beresford and me, it affects our arms. So these two guys were born with, um, with actually I have the photo here. Like you can see his arms are much shorter than the rest of, uh, what the rest of his limbs you'd expect the rest of his limbs to be. I mean, a really good example of this would be the, um, the right video there. footage of us oh, making whoa. guacamole. Yes. With, um, yeah, yeah. with, at, uh, our live, at our live show yeah, in Calgary. With Alexis. That's right. <laughs> So um, uh, in this Facebook post for friends, Beresford described the great lengths he had gone to in order to remain safe while out 
on a shopping trip just after COVID-19 hit Europe and the U.S. He explained that he meticulously swabbed his supermarket trolley and maintained social distancing at all times. He took his goodies home in the knowledge in the knowledge he had kept himself safe having followed the government's guidelines. A good job well done. At home, hungry and tempted by the food in front of him, he grabbed something that looked tasty and tore into the packet in a way in a way he has done for most of his life with his teeth. Despite all of those elaborate precautions he had he had momentarily forgotten, he often relies on his mouth instead of his hands for such tasks. His hygiene routine has effectively been thwarted by rumbling stomach and a workaround that many of us with shorter arms have used several times each day for decades. So how do you deal with coronavirus when you use your mouth for for simple tasks instead of your hands? It surely doesn't need to be pointed out that the hand-washing principles aren't as effective for my friend or me in this situation as for many others. But putting something in your mouth that has come from a public place could potentially transfer the virus straight to your body. It would be a very direct transmission. A lot has already been written about the grave difficulty some disabled people face in trying to maintain the six feet distance from caregivers. If somebody is washing my hair in the shower, they are in the danger zone, and as am I. Which is really interesting because we, when we talked to Keith, um, uh, who's the host of Unlocking Bryson's Brain, you know, they made the decision to not have his son Bryson's caregiver come to the house mm-hmm. because uh, because of the risk of them coming in and being so close with Bryson yeah. and transmitting the uh, the virus. <coughs> Uh, Thalidomide survivors are all around the same age, heading into our 60s, but we now face a whole new set of challenges to untangle related to this pandemic. We'll have to wait for a vaccine before we can go back to using some of our old tricks and workarounds again. In my friend's characteristically poignant words, we have to rewrite the how-to book again, which I found that to be really, really interesting. You know, it's like they, they had to figure out how to live in this world. Mm-hmm. And it's like you already. And had now to they got to do it all over fucking again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's a there's a bunch of other stuff that he said here, but there, here's a, one last little part that I I found really interesting. Uh, when I saw videos of people fighting over toilet rolls, forgive me, but I felt a little sp- bit smug. In common with many other thalidomide survivors who have short arms, I have used a bidet or shower toilet since childhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I even have a portable one. This is cool. I have a portable one for use while traveling. I got to get one of those motherfuckers. Uh, We are therefore among the few people who have not had to stress about toilet paper being in short supply, like myself. If you haven't gotten a fucking... Silver lining. Jared, do you use any toilet paper? Uh, Interesting that you ask that. So I do, but I'm I'm thinking of making the transition... Fully out of toilet paper into well, you could just use a cloth into butt yeah into butt towels or butt cloths because like what's the fu- mm. it's not like you don't wipe your ass at, it's not like you don't wipe your ass when you get out of the shower when it's wet that's right um, so. I, I, although I would always have some toilet paper to the side for in for like emergency situations you know if it's like yeah right Explosion real, situations yeah if it's like a real hot mess down there and the and the Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Hey, like, did how you guys hot? see that? Like, how just, hot do you think it gets? So, I was thinking of that. Uh, the thali. How do you say that? Thali. Thalidomide. Thalidomide survivor. Um, I was thinking <laughs> because um, you know you're talking about like uh, obviously there's a higher risk of them uh, getting the virus from touching contam- contaminated surfaces. 
Um, but there's actually an article that came out uh, last May. I think the CDC announced it that uh, contamination via or yeah spread via contaminated surfaces is actually um, much less. Um, common than what right. they initially anticipated. Sure, but, but, but oh, yeah. of course, also, of but, course, using your mouth, you know, I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. If you're going around this. licking surfaces, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. stat might yeah. be a little bit different. But, right? so, you know, this is Feel Good Friday, and I wanted, I know that you were feeling some anxiety earlier, so I just felt like sharing this statistic, yeah. you know, might alleviate yeah. some of that. I shared that uh, with you last night there, Jared. That's what I was, that's what I was, uh, that's what I said last night when we were, you know, playing Warzone. Brian wasn't there, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's man. right. man. That's right. Guys, I want to play Warzone with you. The reason I brought this up is because I want to give a little shout out to a friend of mine who lives in, in BC who uses her mouth um, to to pretty much do a, a butt, buttload of fucking things. But one of the really impressive things is that she uses her mouth to create art. Uh, her name is Kayleen. And we I met Kayleen. I don't know if you guys met Kayleen. I met Kayleen when I, I spoke to a group of um, a group of young adults who use wheelchairs. And uh, they have a, a you know... Uh, an assortment of different ailments. Uh, a lot of them had muscular dystrophy. Um, but uh, Kayleen, she uses her mouth and she's an artist and her art is fucking astounding. And she has an Instagram account. Um, it's art by Kayleen and you spell Kayleen K-A-I-L-E-E-N. So art by Kayleen. And every once in a while, she'll put a piece up and, and put it up for sale. And there's been two times where I've tried to buy one of her pieces, but I, I wasn't quick enough to the draw, and she sold it to someone else. So uh, I read that article, and it made me think about you, Kayleen. And I just want to give a little shout-out to her and hope she's doing well. And I hope she's still sticking paintbrushes in her mouth regardless of the coronavirus because, you know. Can't put down the art. <laughs> Got to put down that art. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, I want to go out on this one. Uh, this one last video. Um, we were talking about glory holes, and uh, whoa, this, whoa, whoa. This, this, <laughs> is, this is a glory <laughs> hole that I found. Video, but... <laughs> this is a glory hole that I found that I would uh, very much like to uh, to partake in. <laughs> God, it'd be hard oh, not to get erect. Man. It would be hard not to get erect <laughs> during that test. So this is the first. Testicle <laughs> cancer. Um, uh, uh, I love. Those I, I don't even know how to describe like... this. It, 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 you go into a booth. Uh, you close a curtain behind you. You drop your pants, oh my God. and there's a wall in front Brace of you yourself. with a glory hole. It's literally a glory hole, and a physician or somebody uh, behind that wall, a urologist, a GP, or whatever, uh, puts on gloves. They stick their hand into the glory hole and oh God, dude, grasp and feel your ball funny. sack to check for testicular cancer. Um, <laughs> and I think the, the purpose of this thing is to be made to kind of put a ball checker uh, glory hole just out in public, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a uh, like an awareness uh, stunt. You know what I mean? Like to, mm -hmm. to, get, to get more guys into doing it, make it funny, make it... So, you know, make so, it you know I think the idea is they... they 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 put those things in parks, and uh, you just walk into you know you walk you, you walk out of the bathroom and you walk it behind a shrub in the park and there's one there yeah. and they just and they're just community many, maintained yeah and yeah exactly and they just yeah, yeah. and they just they just <laughs> test as many balls as they can this is a New Zealand thing 
Um, if you want to see the video, go check the link in our bio there. You know what the interesting the thing is that one of the title cards said uh, it, the, one of the purposes of this booth is to take away the eye contact between the, the <laughs> physician and the and the patient who's getting that's checked. My, but, that's my favorite part uh, of the whole have experience. You, have, that... you ever, have you ever been, have you ever had your balls checked and you're standing there and the physician is just down on his knees looking up at you? Every time. <laughs> Longingly while he fondles your balls? I've never had my balls checked. I, yeah, I, I always. Well, this could be another great addition. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jerry, it could be a great addition to your backyard glory hole. You could add the te- <laughs> you could add the testinatic. Yeah. It is called. And it, <laughs> I mean, it could, and it's like multi-purpose. Yeah, 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 that's right. I get the I get the GP to go in there first, and then mm-hmm. just to check check my my balls, and then when the G, GP is done, uh, I let my uh, mm-hmm. I let well whoever so really, you could whoever, volunteer whoever just to push up on that hole and uh, right. You could volunteer to have one placed in your yard and you're like, hey, and you and so you agree. You just agree with them that people are people able can to come and do this. Meander into my and, backyard. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. 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 And, like, and, and, you know, maybe one, maybe two days a week, a physician shows up and, and, and facilitates it. And then they also make sure that, you know, they hire the cleaning and everything. Mm. Um, but then like the other five days of the week that they're not using it for that. It's your personal sanitized fuck. glory hole my own fuck box yeah yeah, yeah. they <laughs> yeah. should they should make it for women too they should put a slot higher up get your tits checked yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. for real i would could they I do would, that for a pap would, test they, they have like do a, that i would have like a, a sitting test? machine like you know a sitting what? machine for a pap test where like i'm gonna put this out underneath there. like you're like you're working on the undercarriage of a car but for a pap test you can't just stand up someone would have to like go under you like you have to get stirrups for that you yeah, have to anything like a like, mechanic. Yeah. I would I'm not un- do. A- I'm, I'm unfamiliar. I know the stirrups, but I'm thinking, can you sit? Could you sit with your legs like kind of? It is the, the most side? uncomfortable thing in the world. Okay, so you know those medieval torture devices that expand <laughs> when they go inside of you. That's oh, basically yeah. what a pap forceps. test is. Oh, yeah. It like it, they stick it in you, and then it like expands. Old- but you have to. But you have to relax. The old They're duck like, lips. Just relax, and it's the worst. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. This That's is why crazy. we love the female perspective on mm. Sick Boy that we um, don't get nearly enough of. Well, I, I do want to say, so I do want to say, I uh, thank you for that idea, Lauren, and I am going to set that up in my backyard today. I'm gonna uh, so if anyone needs a breast exam um, or anyone <laughs> wants to um, well, wants to give me a testicular exam, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a box in my backyard today. Uh, there will be a hole for the breasts, <laughs> and um, I just actually I, just, I have a, a resource here, so I know how to give a good breast exam. And uh, and you better sign waivers. Uh, there <laughs> definitely has to be a liability release. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yes, but also a consent it, form it, the, and a liability the, release. The consent, the consent is coming over and going. I want to go in the box with you. <laughs> No, you're gonna want to you're gonna want a signature on that <laughs> to uh, to book your exams right now. Slide into Jer's DMs. Hold on, guys. I, I my phone number again so I can dish that. Uh, I do honestly want to say though, ever since we four five two. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I do I do want to say that ever since we had Steph Streco on the podcast and talking about uh, testicular cancer, um, I've always done like a a self exam. You know, probably like every like month or two um just to check and see if i give a any, self-exam twice a day dude. or anything <laughs> especially since coronavirus started <laughs> yeah um, daily. But, daily. but but hey on a serious note i do encourage all the all the people with testicles out there to uh to do a self-exam 
check and just see if yeah. there's any lumps. Well, this has been great yeah. fun, guys. Yep. All right. Well, um, uh, that's uh, t- we didn't even throw to our conversation that we were we were going to do. We got so carried away with talking about a bunch of bullshit. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that I had on the on the list here that we didn't even get to. So we'll get to that next week. And uh, next Friday, just a heads up, we are going to be speaking to a virologist, a vaccinationist, a vaccinologist. A and uh, I actually don't know what they are, but they, they do know some shit about vaccines. And so if you have questions that you would like to know about vaccines, uh, send them to info at sickboypodcast.com. We'd love to hear them and we'd love to ask them to, uh, to our guests next week. And also a uh, big shout out to our patrons. Uh, our, our, our hangouts have been uh, a fucking... Wicked good time and a huge cheer up during these during these COVID times. Um, in the moment that we are recording this, it's Wednesday, so we will see you tonight. But by the time you hear this, we will have seen you two days ago. Uh, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Good to see you, fucks. Good yeah, to you see you too. too. Um, all right, that, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's it for this Friday. <laughs> hey, this is just like a re- this is just like a regular Zoom hangout. <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. Hey, oh, bye. guys, I forgot to click record. <laughs> No. Just, just kidding. <laughs> uh, that is it for Friday. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Lauren. I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.